And at the time it was $8,900 uh, GCI that NAR was reporting that new agents were making. But our standard training is like $500 to $2,000 a month. Like how can they afford it, you know? So we started New Agent 365 Missions with the idea that if we could just um, give them the knowledge of what basic business is, then the brokerages could grow them in marketing and culture after that. You're listening to the Real Estate Sessions podcast, and I'm your host, Bill Risser, Executive Vice President, Strategic Partnerships with Rate My Agent a digital marketing platform designed to help great agents harness the power of verified reviews. For more information, head on over to RateMyAgent.com. Listen in as I interview industry leaders and get their stories and journeys to the world of real estate. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 301 of the Real Estate Sessions podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and thank you so much for telling a friend. As we cross the 300 episode threshold and, you know, midway through season seven, it occurred to me that I, I should go back and revisit some, some guests from the past to see what's going on with their business now. In this episode, I'm revisiting with Shelly Zavitz. It was episode 196 back in June of 2019. We talked about her new book, Your First 365 Days in Real Estate, which is still one of my favorite books for a new agent in the business and even agents that have been around a little while. Well, she's got another book coming out, Marketing That Moves You. She's working on a coaching platform. I can't wait to catch up with Shelly. So let's get this thing started. Shelly, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you again, Bill. Yes. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to try to embarrass you here. I, I, I think I can do it. I'm talking to one of my favorite people in the industry. I, <laughs> uh, uh, checks in the mail. <laughs> no, I, I'm dead serious. I think what you're doing is fantastic. We got so much to talk about. Personal conversations I had with you have been amazing. You're just you're just a great person, and I am thrilled to have you back. For starters, I, I just want to you know the way I start my podcast is always let's go back in time and let's find out where you came from, and we've done that already, so I don't really want to do that again. If you're okay with that, so instead, for those that missed episode 196 <laughs> back in June of 2019, that link will be in the show notes. Can we get like that real quick 60 second version of, I know you're Canadian, but somehow you live in Portland and you're in real estate. How'd that happen? Well, I took advertising in school, got my first radio gig at a 50 plus radio station in Oakville, Ontario, sold all my stuff, went to Vancouver, BC, worked in radio in total about 15 years. Um, I got married. And when I decided to do that, I moved to Portland, Oregon and kind of blew up everything. I was like, do I want to stay in radio? Probably not. What else do I like doing? And decided that I was going to get my license in real estate, uh, knowing four people. Obviously, that made sense. I was going to have a 100% referral business uh, with no database. It's obvious. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, that's that's kind of where we <laughs> that's what we talked about last time. It just took us about ten minutes to get through that story. I'm I, look if you're listening, go back and listen. It's super cool. Very interesting uh, how Shelly got here. Um, but then when we were talking, uh, you had just released well a few months earlier. You had released your first book, um, which is called Your First 365 Days in Real Estate, which is still a book that I recommend to uh, newer agents, uh, brand new agents, absolutely, but even agents who are maybe struggling a little bit. It's really a fantastic book, and it's it's a funny, story-filled kind of look <laughs> at, at what that first year looks like, but there's a lot of serious stuff in there, too. Um, and, and, and my question for you is, l- looking back on that process now, were there, were there some takeaways for you f- 
maybe just about writing a book or uh, would you have advice for a first time author that's thinking about doing the same thing? Because this is something you've done. I think that what I would say to people that want to impact somebody, because that's what a book does, right? You're writing to impact somebody where they're standing. And the idea I think in writing a book is to help somebody achieve something, unless you're writing like a novel for romance. I can't advise on that. I don't know. (laughs) But if you're trying to write a book about, you know, trying to get somebody to a spot where they aren't standing yet, you have to know how they feel. And I think the thing that makes your first 365 days impactful is that it's written with empathy. I went through it. It was rough. And I, I'm all the things that I wrote about were true. And now when I look back, I'm like, ooh, did I have to say everything about how bad that went? <laughs> Could have just dialed her back slightly. But um, the other thing that I think is really important is it's not just about the data that you're trying to get to or the facts you're trying to get to. People learn through storytelling. And, and it's really important to add that emotional piece to it and a piece of yourself. So a lot of writers, that's vulnerable, right? And a lot of writers like are like, whoa, all I want to do is impact somebody with my knowledge. I don't want to give a piece of myself. But really, for a reader to really grab onto what you're doing, they need to know who you are. So put yourself into your writing and, and you'll you'll do well, I promise. Yeah, it's that's that vulnerability. That's a tough, that's a tough thing for a lot of people. Oh, it hurts. The reviews are tough. Somebody you've never known in your life with like, they won't even put their own name up, gives you a bad review. And you're like, oh, you know, I just stopped reading them. Like if he can't even, or she can't even put their name up, whatever, you know? (laughs) Well, let's talk about the positive side. There had to be, there had to be somebody who reached out to you and was so grateful or just had maybe a success story. Did you have something like those feel good moments come out of the book as well? It was remarkable what happened. I always make the joke that I thought my mom and I would read it and that's it, you know? And we sold a thousand copies in the first week, first, excuse me, first two weeks sold out of them. And I started to hear almost once a day and still over once a day, I hear from a new agent on Instagram or something. And they're like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. I feel seen by you. Thank you so much. And then there's always the question of, but I'm also very lost And our industry, I think, um, needs some support there. So I answer all of them. I'm actually, after this, I'm meeting a new agent for coffee in town. And she's deciding on her brokerage. And I mean, there's nothing in it for me. I I have no interest in being a brokerage. So it's kind of easy to be kind of like Mama Bear or Uncle Shelly. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know why I love talking to Shelly. Uncle Shelley. That's a pull quote. Um, so let's, let's, let's talk about what happened right after you and I had that initial conversation on that first episode. And I mean, within, well, it was about eight months. It felt like it maybe was quicker than that, but all of a sudden the pandemic is here. COVID-19 hits. Um, I think that the Pacific Northwest was kind of not, you know, like not the epicenter, but it was where it hit first hard, right? I know Seattle was hit. Yeah, was Seattle. In that yeah, it was more Seattle than, than okay. here. But I yeah. mean, we went into lockdown pretty quick. Really quick. Yeah. March. And- <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. crazy. 
I want to ask you this question. I've asked it to a few people since real estate, the real estate market did what it did. Do you know anyone who said this is going to be as bad as this is going to be for our country? It's going to be an amazing real estate market. Get ready to go. Did you know anybody saying that? (laughs) No. And I made so many phone calls. It's funny because I wrote a blog called uh, In the Lion's Den. I think I put it up around April and we were in lockdown in March. And I, and this again, like who you surround yourself with in your business is the most important thing because of times like this. So I called 15 people, mentors, visionaries, everyone. What are you thinking? Where do you think we're going to go? And everybody, you know, they had a lot of them were like, well, I don't know. And my favorite one was, I don't know, Shelly, I haven't been through a pandemic before to counsel you through this. <laughs> I had a good laugh about that. And she, Fair enough. And it was my coach, you know, and she's like, I think you just stay the course. Your whole focus in your business has always been support and guidance. So support and guide. And what will be, will be. So be, be the good thing in their life. And I took that to heart. I made a lot of phone calls probably made like 10 or 15 a day. And it wasn't anything about real estate. It's how are you feeling? How are your kids? What are you worried about? You know, and I was just trying to continue to tell, cause we were all stuck in our houses at this point. It's like, we are community. I am a phone call away. This is going to be all right. You know? Yeah. And the, the impact of that was that my, my community got even stronger and I'm so grateful. It's weird to be so grateful for COVID to be able to show me, just how human the business is because we have the open door here and, and stuff. And, and, yeah. you know, that pretty much went to a standstill because they were saying you need to have an agent with you. It just proved our value through and yeah. through. Mm-hmm. You talk about the fact that you just got to be more of you when, yeah. when, when things happened, but, but man, there was a flood of agents that all of a sudden were all about caring and calling as well. I mean, you had this huge, influx if you watched online at all of these people doing you just got to call you just got to care we just got to get on the phones and it's like you weren't always doing that yeah yeah well i mean there's a lot of teachings out there about being transactional and the quick burn and i mean i i prescribed to a different way of business that was taught to me by mike hassan and and it's it worked out because I had already laid all that groundwork. So for me to show up in a phone call saying, I really do care what's going on with you and your family. It wasn't out of nowhere. You know, there, yeah. that's a normal call from Shelly. Yeah. yeah. Uncle Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to keep using that. I, I love it. Just the yeah. whole rest of the time. It's going to be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, and it, you decided to take the things you had learned and during the pandemic, uh, decided to to launch a coaching site and company tied to you know the uh, the the 365 model. It's very cool. So let's talk about that. Um, the genesis of New Agent 365. You know, were you thinking of that before the pandemic hit? Is it something that came up after? When you are contacted by enough people that are in the kind of turmoil that a lot of new agents are in, and I think that we. We make excuses as the reason why they are where they are. Oh, they don't want to work or, and maybe that's true. Maybe some of it is work ethic. And I have heard some stories now where at first I was like, oh, that, that must be just because you mismanage money or, or that's just because, and I would make these excuses that it was the, on the agent. 
And then they all started to be the same. And I was like, okay, there's something really wrong going on out there and I don't understand it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to my friends and I talked to 12 trainers and you're one of them. Although I did have to beg, I still don't appreciate that. Okay. Bill made me like beg him to help. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll admit that. Not cool. Okay. (laughs) Anyways. And, um, the idea was that if we know that, and at the time it was $8,900 GCI that NAR was reporting that new agents were making, Mm. but our standard training is like 500 to $2,000 a month. Like how can they afford it? You know? Yeah. So we started new agent three, six, five missions with the idea that if we could just give them the knowledge of what basic business is, then the brokerages could grow them in marketing and culture after that. Right. And if we could keep it cheap, so it's a hundred bucks and we don't upsell and nobody's trying to do anything, you know, it's, it's mostly like, how do we just give them the tools that they need? Because I stopped sleeping to tell you the truth. New agent happened because I stopped sleeping. I was like, there are so many people that are going broke, are, are just having so much trouble and it's ruining their lives. It was, it was more than they just didn't make it. It was, it was the mismanagement of finances or over promises and under delivers on, on some, some relationships that they were getting into without any idea about it because we don't talk about it. They don't know where to find that information. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's you're in your second class now, which is super cool. I think no, that, I'm on my uh, third. Oh, is it third? I didn't We're even third know. Third round. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. You um, and me in October, I think. Yeah. That's well, we'll what, have that's a when link. you're live. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's true. Uh, you're going to ask me that same final question like I do. I got to make sure I have a different answer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I love that. But that was really um, good. Yeah. Uh, during during that that first interview I had with you, you answered a question. I I, I kind of said to you, "Do you have a second book in you? Is there a part two? What's going on here?" And I don't know if you remember your answer, but I'd love to play it for you. What do you think? Uh, I don't oh, remember. And you let's go to the tapes. To <laughs> let's let's go to the replay, folks. All right. Is there uh, is there a part two to your first 365 days in real estate? I don't know. <laughs> One of the reasons I don't know is this is a bit of a tester book because yeah, so you read it. It's not. It's kind of a hybrid between autobiography that I'm trying to entertain you and factual stuff about business. So I wasn't really sure if that hybrid would be received well, because that's how I write. I I can't write something dry. And also I can't write something that doesn't have any substance or anything for you to take away from. So I'm kind of test driving this book. I do have an outline for another book that's in the finance real estate sector but I'm kind of just going to see what happens because this is my first book. So I'm not really sure how it will be received. Some people might be like, this is not my jam. I don't, it's hard to know. So I don't know if you've read a lot of books that are hybrid like that or how they do, but uh, this is kind of a tester. And then if it works out, I absolutely would read another book. Folks, I'm sitting here. We can see each other with the tool I use to record podcasts remotely. I need to leave. (laughs) And the pain and angst and then the laughter and all the, mo- the emotions that were running through Shelly while she, Uncle Shelly, while she was listening to this was, was great. Shelly, <laughs> thoughts? Um, 
It's funny because I tabled that finance book for a hot second. I do have that's still an outline. Good. Yeah, I I really wasn't sure. I wasn't confident. So you know, looking back and and just all the things like the the amount of impact that we've had on people's lives just with that book is, you know, it's it's humbling. And I'm grateful. I have to, I have to say, and and the amount of people that embraced it, and the uh, folks that made sure that they keep referring it. I mean, I it's not just me, and I'm I'm very grateful. I have to say. Yeah, look, you should be. You should be very proud. Uh, it's it's a, like I said, it's a fantastic book. And and now I want to chat a little bit about book number two because you did write this second book, uh, marketing that moves people. Um, I love that title that it definitely ties into the theme of the book uh, in, in a really cool way. And it's really a super cool follow-up to three, 365 days. Cause you, once again, like you did in 365, where you talk about that first year, you now really lay out the path um, that you've used over your entire career, not just in real estate to really identify the key things that are super important in mark for marketing, marketing in the real estate space. Right. Um, so I would love to kind of hear you, you know, just kind of chat a little bit about that. And do I have that right? Is that kind of the path you were headed down? Yeah. I mean, I would say that it's the basics of marketing. I mean, my whole journey prior to real estate was about helping advertisers do what we do all the time and and it's try to gain market share. right? Right. And I actually wrote, um, it was this outline for all of the radio writers for this company that, that was bought at this point. But when I worked for them, they were the second biggest in Canada. And, and we, it was this way to tell other writers how to properly help their clients. Right. So I had the basics of this book written as kind of like a how to for radio writers. And what I did was I was like, okay, well, Everything that I ever make comes from a spot of how can I help people like me, other real estate agents that are working in the field, right? So how can I help a, an, uh, an agent who's by themselves, let's say, or a part of a team get market share? And I think that the hardest thing is, you know, you have two brands. You have the one that you hang your license with, right? And there's a culture value system there. And then you have your, when you show up to the listing appointment, you're selling yourself. So what, what is the brand that comes with that? Right. And I think it's really confusing for agents. It's really hard to understand. Okay. Well, is my marketing proposition and value proposition? Is that going to be my company or me? And what I kind of go through with the book is, is it's you with, with your company. Right. So, so have the value system that is similar, but when you show up at the listing appointment, who do they think you are and what is your brand identity? And we kind of go through like piece by piece. This is how you build your brand. And, um, we just use music cause I, I love radio and I love music more than anything. And I was like, how can I marry the two together so that I can still have a storytelling book? Because let's not do boring. I don't like that. And the book opens with my very first job at that 50 plus radio station. And I um, managed to mess up a brand so bad that I almost got fired and Ken's, it opened. Yeah. Ken's Pet Depot. Okay. Well, I changed the name just so that <laughs> but it, it was for pet food, right? And I, yeah. how do you mess that up? 
you know, and I managed. <laughs> I managed. Very yeah, almost got fired. It it's was a not great. great. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Um, but let, you talk about the musicians. Let's talk about that a little bit. I, the way you weaved different, um, wow, I mean, from all different sorts of genres and types of music, you know, through the book. Although I'm crushed, Barbara didn't make it anywhere in there, but that's okay. Um, you know, I just guess it didn't work out. Uh, but <laughs> I, 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 was it easy for you because music is such a passion or did you have to like trying to identify a band or, or an artist who fit into what you were talking about? Was that simple? Like just drop them right in or was it a lot of work? No, it was a ton of work. Okay. Got and I would better. say that a lot of the artists that I used, I don't like, I'm not a fan Right. So it wasn't, I, I did a ton of research. This book took a year for me to write because of the amount of research that I had to do. I mean, the amount that I know about the Gangnam style at this juncture in life is terrifying. It's terrifying. Nobody spends that much time on K-pop except for me, apparently. That's awesome. But I did learn a lot about these bands and why they were successful. And I think that when you, when you do this, okay, so you're like, why are you talking about music when it's real estate? Well, they are, music is a business, right? You can have the best voice in the world, but you won't get picked up with a label right now unless you already have a following. You already have a persona out there. Real estate is no different. You want to have an authentic persona. But what, I mean, anybody who, if you look at anybody's social media, are they putting everything up? No, it's a persona. We get a filtered version of who we think that person is. Marketing and branding is no different for real estate agents. But if we have a, a very defined way in the way we roll these things out, you can be extremely successful, not have to, you know, buy the leads. You can, you can start a referral business in this way. And that's the other thing that we try to get through with this book is, is how do we, Make it so that people want to sing your song. How do you earn a spot in someone's storytelling? Because referrals are the classic word of mouth marketing, right? Yep. So if we're saying we want word of mouth marketing referrals, then you have to make it so that someone wants to turn to someone else at the soccer field and say, I have to tell you this story. That's what word of mouth marketing is. So what are you designing in your brand that someone wants to turn to someone else and say, you got to know about this. And I promise you, it's not you next to your sign. (laughs) You next to your for sale sign will not have Sally at the soccer field going, you got to know about my realtor. She just took this best. Uncle Shelly took the best ever, you know, picture next to her for sale sign. That is not what they're going to talk about. Right. right. They're, you have to build the stories that they want to tell. And that's what marketing and branding really is. I mean, look, I mean, uh, my, one of my key takeaways from your book uh, is, you know, like what's in it for me and why should I care? <laughs> <laughs> A little harsh, but it's true. <laughs> Innately, we are um, bombarded with information mm-hmm. consistently. And when I, I used to do these things called creative encounters and the salesperson would bring in the advertiser and we would be in the boardroom and we would talk about, you know, what, what is the main thing that we need to tell the listeners of Virgin radio, let's say. And someone would always say, well, we've been in business for 37 years. Great. Why do I care? And they're like, you know, and it's rude, but I needed to always make the point of, 
your brand and your message has nothing to do with you. It is how you're going to make someone else feel so that they want to be a part of the thing you're selling. Right. And, and trying to get that message to like, even like a car salesman was always the worst. They were like, yeah, okay. We sell cars and that's it. Okay. We can't do anything else. Okay. And I, I tell a story in the book about this guy that I met and it's a true story. And it, we just went at it. At first, he was just like, there's nothing interesting about us, <laughs> you know? And I was like, well, we have to give somebody a reason to care. So I put that everything I do through that filter. Is anyone going to care about this? Or do I, am I the only one that cares? Am I the one that's just telling people how much money I make? Or am I going to tell people how I'm going to change their lives or help them achieve something that is a dream? Right. It's, it's, you got to go from where they're standing, not, not what you wish to push out. We use the word push, but really it's not that at all. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's folks, I'm going to tell you right, right now, again, go get the book. It's really good. The ending is super cool and almost soprano-ish. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) 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 It was super cool. Yeah. Um, I I loved it. Shelly, I, we've talked about a lot of stuff already, but I, I, I'll channel Yoda here. Like the entrepreneur in you is strong, right? You're, you're working on something else as well. So you're developing a platform that's designed. It really is. It's um, something that doesn't exist in real estate, which is really cool. Cause that's what you build something that's missing. You're solving a problem. Yeah. And that problem yeah. is there are tons of coaches tons of trainers. Um, like really good ones. Really good really, ones. Really, really good yeah. ones. Yeah. That, that people don't know about, you know, because no. they might be kind of local or they might, you know, they're, they're, they're not the, they're not the big guys that we all know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are agents who could probably use that help. Wouldn't it be cool if there was a platform that connected these agents that are really powerful in these maybe specific niche kind of topics with mm-hmm. the agents who need to do it? Is that something that could be done, Shelly? I feel like the answer is yes. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. It's called On Track Agent, and we're building it right now. Um, we have about four or five phases we still have to build, but we mm-hmm. are starting the launch of it. Um, when I was building New Agent 365, I started to get calls from trainers. And they're like, hey, c- hey can I be a part of what you're doing? And I said, do you know that it doesn't pay? <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's, it's a hundred bucks and it's volunteer, you know? And they would be like, just anything to, I want people to understand what I'm passionate about. I train on and then, you know, so I started taking meetings with them and I was like, what's going on in your world? Tell me, tell me what's happening. Cause the fix is out there. I'm, I'm sure of it. And the other thing that, uh, kind of prompted on track for me was when I hit my third year. So I came out of um, the two-year rookie program. Mm-hmm. And in year three, the first thing that happened was all the big brands and then the uh, big trainers came to me with their, okay, now you come into our system. And I tried them out. I did. Um, it's, I think that they're, what they do is fantastic, but I, it didn't resonate with what I wanted to build my business didn't feel or look or sound and I didn't want to submit to any process (laughs) that scared me. I was like, I have a brain. I can use it. Can I? No. So, um, I thought, 
in my third year, I got kind of lost and my numbers show it. I was like, you know, I, I don't know where to go from here. I need to grow in these, say, five areas, but I didn't know who to talk to about that. And my brokerage didn't really have that answer either. And not because they were bad, they just didn't have it. I didn't know where to go. So then when I launched the book and I started doing the circuits of, of conferences and such, I started to meet tons of trainers. And I was like, oh, there's a whole world of people out here. I didn't have any idea existed. And they could have changed my life in year three, but I didn't meet them till almost year five. Right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, what I'm, what I'm going to do is because I'm always solving problems for the real estate agent. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I, you know, I know there's a lots of th- things that we make that are for the industry and such, but I, I just want to impact the real estate agent in their life to give them the tools that make them better so that we can make better experiences for our clients. That's really, that's my whole jam is like, how do we make it so that our clients get a different experience? Because taking the meetings where they just don't trust us is tough. Like mm-hmm. I just, I don't get it anyway. So what the whole plan is, is to try and marry that niche trainer. Okay. They're good at one thing and the real estate agent that is looking for that thing together. And the platform's free. You can join up for free. There's only an exchange of money if you buy something. And, and the idea is so that we can, so that real estate agents can find those trainers because they might not know. And, and you can filter through, like, if you just want social media or you just want to work on prospecting, you're building your business, or maybe you're in a relaunch or you need help with marketing, whatever, you can probably find it there. And the idea is on track agent is to real estate training, what audible is to books. You know, you, you have a, a free platform and if you want to buy a book, you can. And I think that, but it, you can find it there if that right. makes sense. Right. So that's the, what we're trying to solve. Um, I think I could, I think it could be impactful. And the other thing that I, I really like is it's kind of gives me the choice. I get to choose who's going to influence my business. I get to choose if I'm going to do just maybe one training with this person and then, I'm going to try somebody else. It's not like I always have to submit to this same idea because maybe that doesn't work for what I'm trying to do, or it doesn't work in my region. I just don't think that training in the one size fits all situation is working. I mean, if you look at our stats, it's not great, you know? So that's my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Like you, you, you say in the book, marketing is not a one size fits all thing. That's a lot of people push. Yeah. Yeah, I have 14 hats. (laughs) Right. None of them fit. Perfect. Okay. Tell you that. I guess. Well, 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 uncle Shelly, look, I've, um, we're just about out of time and I, I'm so excited to watch this new development. I can't wait for episode, I don't know, 452 in four, four, three or four years where where we get to catch up again. Um, but, but I have to close the show the way I close every episode. And that's, you know, what one piece of advice would you give a new agent just getting started? I would say that understand that every day you have a choice on where you want to take your business. There are shiny things all around and there are a ton of folks that are ready to make you a promise they can't commit on. And I, I, I hear it all the time. And I just want to say that out loud. You must do the work and surround yourself with the people who want to see you build your business. 
not be around people who want you to build their business. Okay. So if you want to be an entrepreneur, you got to get and surround yourself with people who want to see you grow the thing you're dreaming of. Wow. Nearly 300 episodes and that's a brand new answer. So very cool. Yes. <laughs> she can be original. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, if somebody, well, if somebody wants to reach out to you, and it sounds like a lot of people already know how to do this, uh, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, a lot of people find me on Instagram. So right. it's szavi. You can go to newagent365.com. We are going to start the next round in January. Cool. So you can sign up for that if you want to. It's 100 bucks. 12 weeks, 12 trainers, 12 different voices to learn from. And we'll tell you the truth about what's up. And then ontrackagent.com is just getting going. If you want to go check that out, um, you can have a free profile, start messing around in there. And yeah, I'm excited for January because I have a whole new rollout. So it's going to be good. No, yeah. Shelly, this has been as, as, as great as I thought it was going to be. I love chatting with you. Um, it's fun doing it, you know, for the episodes, but I love all the conversations we have uh, off mic and, and uh, I really just wish you nothing but the best. It's just so cool to see your success. And, and you know, I'll have to send another thank you card to Wendy Thatcher now because she right. introduced us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Bill, uh, I really value our friendship. You're a great guide to me and I, I really appreciate it. I love this podcast too. So thank you for having me and, and always being somebody that I can call. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to The Real Estate Sessions. Please head over to ratethispodcast.com forward slash RE Sessions to leave a review or a rating and subscribe to The Real Estate Sessions podcast at your favorite podcast listening app.